Welcome to the next episode of Pink Grapefruit. Today, we're really pleased to have with us in the studio Jennifer Newhouse, a senior consultant with us at K2OH Solutions. Jennifer is a really inspiring team member uh, for us to work with. She has a background in behavioral science and human resources. She's also been a business owner. She's one of our leading leadership coaches, uh, worked for Fortune 500 companies, and also had a marriage and family therapist practice. And Jennifer holds uh, professional credentials in one of the preferred uh, instruments that we use in our leadership development programs, TILT 365. So we want to talk with Jennifer today uh, about how she approaches leadership development and coaching. Yeah, so we're going to run through TILT 365, why we have decided to embed a lot of these practices and, and often the assessment itself uh, into our strategic directioning, into our lead um, program that's that's new uh, for leadership development because how you show up in the world really matters and having a deep understanding of that makes all the difference when you're trying to implement a strategic initiative or some culture change or a much stronger team and more effective team. Starting here, we have figured out through trial and error with our clients, it, it matters greatly. So we love this tool and that's what we want to share with you today. So welcome, Hi, Jen. Jen. Thanks. Hi. And by the way, Kyle, I, I have to say, I have known Jennifer personally and professionally for over 20 years, which is making me feel a little bit uh, dated. Maybe experienced is a better term with that. <laughs> but I just have to say, she's a phenomenal member of our team, and we're really happy to that you're here and chatting with us today. Well, thank you, Kathy, and thank you, Deanna, uh, for the great intro. I appreciate it. And yes, I am excited to talk more about Tilt uh, 365 and the True Tilt Personality Assessment and how it can help with self-awareness and how we impact all those that we work with. Um, I know that it's really been helpful for our team in understanding who we are, how we impact those around us, and then also how we come together as a team itself. So I'm excited to get started today. Fantastic. You know, and I want to start by asking, when you first saw this tool and, and you know, we I shared it with you. What sort of drew you to this? Because clearly there are a million assessment tools out there. And what and you've taken plenty of these assessments in your past, right? We all have. Why does this one stand out? I think for me, you know, having a degree in psychology and as Kathy mentioned, marriage and family therapy, I have been able to take a lot of assessments and really try to understand myself at a deep level. When I came across this one, what set it apart was the fact that it's not just about who you are as a personality type. Um, and sticks you in a corner and doesn't let you change. This also talks about character and how you can develop your character over time through our experiences by yourselves and shared as a team and how you can always get feedback um, to be able to develop that character more and more so that you're living more of a balanced life and you're understanding that impact around you to other people. Excellent. That's great. And as you said, we've taken it as a team and so it's given us a lot of insights into uh, how we show up uh, every day. Um, one of the things I love is the indicators of, you know, where we go under stress. Um, <laughs> what's our faulty story? Um, so it, it's been really helpful as we've been 
working on our own company and our own goals. We practice what we preach um, in terms of strategic directioning and our goal um, achievement. And it's really been helpful to say, um, well, first of all, do we have all of the the different types that you're going to talk about? Um, that Tilt has, and if you don't, does that what does that hole mean? I mean, how do you fill it? And so I've I've found that very valuable. So we'll we'll talk a little bit about that um, today as well. Well, and I think that brings up a good point, Kathy, in the sense that when you are looking at your team, there are four types or quadrants that you fit into. However, that being said, you don't just go out and hire for something you're missing. All of us have the ability to tilt into other sections and utilize those strengths as well. And so I think it's important to know you don't just go to your corner and stay there. You have the ability to access all the character qualities uh, to be able to tilt into another side and and access something that maybe is more heart-driven and spirit-driven as opposed to being more mindful or more serious. Um, And so you have the ability to access all of those things, and we as a team can figure out where we're going together and also when we are under stress, as you were talking about, what does that actually look like every day and how does that affect the rest of us that are working together? You know, sometimes when you're over tilting too much, you become out of balance and you have all of these things that come to the surface. Where does that come from? And it gives you a language to understand it and then be able to immediately get back in balance so that the team itself is back in balance as well. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. And this is this. what I also like about this is it has a really fun component to it, right? It's not really heavy and complex. And well, this is a robust tool and really dynamic with lots of different layers and ways to approach it. Um, it's not just so technical and complex that it exhausts people. Well, of course. And, and what's great about that is that it's all based on lizards. And so each <laughs> of our profiles has a lizard associated with it because it really talks about being in lizard brain. Um, And people ask, well, what does that mean? Well, you know, when you are under stress or you are fear-based, you know, your brain uh, section, and I believe Kathy has a word for that. The amygdala hijack. Yes. Yes. And that takes over. And then all of a sudden, you know, you become more reactive instead of responsive. Um, And so we're going to be able to dive more into that today. You default. Right. Absolutely. Without without practice and without knowledge, you're going to default. Yeah. To to that that. wiring, that initial wiring. And then when it obviously gets overused, problems arise. Right. When you go sit in that corner. Absolutely. Which is why it's kind of fun. So if you could see the graphics, you know, you (laughs) could know that we're all lizards. You know, I'm I'm kind of a red lizard. Deanna is a green lizard, Kathy is a yellow lizard, and then there's an orange one as well. And it's it's fun and mm-hmm. playful, and it also gives everyone a common language to talk about some of these things mm-hmm. um, in a way that makes it behavior-based and not people-based. Because when we're talking to people and having hard conversations, we want to make sure that we understand where they're coming from and their behaviors and talk about that and not be offensive or, or attacking someone's character or personality. So talk about their behavior and and how they show up in the world, which is probably what we're going to be talking about right now is, you know, how these particular profiles are showing up. So maybe let's jump right in and talk about um, the different profiles. And as you bring them up, we can chime in with what we are. And if if something resonated in the profile with us, we can um, share that. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm this skinny green lizard on mine. I love it. And um, his name is the cross-pollinator. 
right? And the cross-pollinator is really about people and ideas. So all day long, when I move throughout my world, my brain automatically wants to connect people and ideas, right? And the outcome that I'm always looking for is collaboration, right? How does everybody come together with their best and make that magic happen? So socializing, storytelling, those are really great motivators for me. And on the other side, anything that's really constraining and judgmental, not a good thing um, for me, highly demotivating. What I love from others is freedom to operate and diplomacy. Not surprising considering I like collaboration, right? I, in fact, was just talking about how I decided to be diplomatic uh, rather than a little more blunt yesterday. So, um, yeah, so it, it, it depends on, on what you're doing, right? Um, and what I offer to others around me is very much the acceptance of differences. I like to be inclusive. I like to bring in all the ideas and thoughts uh, on things from others. I think that perfectly describes you. <laughs> the other thing that I'm always reminded of is the fact that you are always creative and have wonderful ideas and, you know, taking a 30,000-foot view um, to things. You know, that's one of the biggest assets to our team is being able to be a visionary. Thank so. you. Thank you. And it, it's funny that you you describe it that way because it's when we talk about our lizard brain, I really don't know how to do that any differently. Right. Right. It really is a default for me. My first thought is always at the 30,000 foot level. I don't go anywhere else. And as we share further on this, you'll you'll figure out where my challenge area is and how I need to make sure I've got others around me to fill those gaps in there, right, that I'm less um, strong in. For sure. Uh, I am structure. I don't... When, Which is a mastermind, right? Yes. A mastermind of uh, several things in regards to organization and execution. Uh, what motivates me is definitely moving efficiently through things. Having a clear goal is important to me. And I think on the other side, what demotivates me is emotionality or just people showing up and and not having the ability to just dive in um, and start moving um, a little quicker. Uh, what I want from others is autonomy and respect. And what I offer to others is decisiveness and discipline. You know, how it shows up in the team is I'm always asking the question, how? And I think sometimes <laughs> my teammates are saying, why are you always jumping to how? Because as many ideas that come pouring out of their mouths, I'm always trying to think of, well, how are we going to get that done? You know, when is the time frame to getting it done? What's going to be the result? Um, and that excites me. Um, and so I just want to be able to put structure and a time frame to everything to, to make sure it gets done and, and done well. Well, and the beauty of how Jennifer and I can work together effectively is she allows me to go through my whole description and socialized, you know, sharing of an idea but she won't let me just float there and drift to something else. She automatically then does come in and say, okay, well, Dana, how? Let, let's put some time frames around this. Let's get a, you know, I've heard you say, you know, 20 years ago, just give me a target to hit and I will go hit it. But if you don't give me the target, I don't know what to do because I can't do my how through that. Right. Fair. Absolutely fair. And I want to be able to take your ideas and actually implement them so we can see all the great results, uh, especially for our clients, you know, that we have really wonderful tools and we can't wait to implement them with them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And my little lizard is a yellow little lizard and he is clarity. Um, it's also uh, called the quiet genius. 
Um, <laughs> That's so stretching. aptly described, I just have to say. <laughs> yeah. And um, my top outcome that I strive for is uh, alignment, which it, when you think about the things that I like to do and help clients with, um, strategic directioning and goals and strategies, and then getting it, uh, aligning that with action um, to get things done, um, strategic doing, I'm a strategic doing fellow. So that makes sense uh, to me. I uh, am motivated by bringing together people and data, people and facts, research. Um, that's what I, wh- what I love and what inspires me. Um, what demotivates me is rushing the process, but Sometimes I do need to be pushed, but rushing a process uh, before we have the necessary research. I won't say all the research because you never have all the research, so necessary research. Um, And what I offer to others is really um, that discernment, having interpreted the data and analyzed the facts and then bringing that um, to clarity really is, is my strength. And that really is so true. I've watched you a thousand times take data and bring it all into alignment and match sometimes disparate things into this really powerful path. And, yeah, yeah it's it's impressive. I think that's one of the things that, um, that our practice has done for years. And I, I want to give a shout-out to our founder, Kathy Hagler, who is one of those that has always – uh, brought different um, different work or different techniques in an unconventional way to clients. And so I give her credit for that, is looking at things in very different ways. It's helped me. Uh, Which the world clarity. is really calling for right now too, right? Mm-hmm. It is really not just business as usual. People are are really clamoring for different ways to see things and solve problems. And, and I think that comes out in Kathy's profile is that she is an incredibly good listener. Um, she wants to connect with that organization at such a deep level and really look at what their needs are and is willing to make sure that we are covering all of our bases to bring our best selves to basically help them become their best selves. Um, and that only comes from a place of just pure uh, joy, kindness, and humanity and, and wanting the best for people. Um, and that's that's her impact with every client we meet. Yeah, it is. She exemplifies you. you exemplify that really, really well. So, so there's a there's a fourth kind. Do you want yes. to tell us who the fourth kind is? We don't happen to have that fourth kind sitting here with us today. Yes. So the fourth kind is called impact, um, and they are all about ideas and action. And so they love innovation and they want to change the world. And you know they absolutely go at things fast and furious. Um, They're quick decision makers and um, they are definitely a look at me, look what I can do. This is awesome. Let's get it done. Um, And so they are all about positivity, cooperation. They're confident. They're risk takers. They're ready to jump into the deep end of the pool on any given day. Um, And what demotivates them is anything that is going to force them to resist change or even move slower. Um, and so what's great about the impact, in, in, and we can tilt towards impact too, or even someone who is an impact, is they're a quick decision maker and they're ready to get that process started. But on the flip side is sometimes they have fail fast moments. 
uh, where they haven't thought out everything and all the scenarios, and then they end up not doing things the way that they probably should be done. Um, so they have to kind of learn as they go, but at least they're they're going. So there's some pros and cons to each of our profiles. Um, and what we do is we just have a, enough of a self-awareness to say, okay, what are what are we bringing to the table right now with this particular project or client? How do we show up and make sure that we're all bringing our profiles together to create that magic? Because I think it takes all different types in the room to look at some of the problems or some of the challenges and making sure that we're putting the, the best foot forward in regards to solutions and effectively re- the results that will come from that. So th- those are the four uh, primaries. There's, there is the, uh, the little blue lizard. You want to mm-hmm. talk about the little blue yeah, lizard? Yeah, the fifth kind. <laughs> yes, the fifth kind, which is little Mr. Agile and or Mrs. Agile, I guess, in our case, <laughs> right? Mr. or Mrs. Gender neutral. Yes, yes, or a gender-neutral, agile. I don't know what that lizard actually is. <laughs> We're not quite sure either. Yeah. Um, but definitely has a rainbow tail. So I think it's... There you go. There you go. Could be anything. It's, yeah, could be anyone. So one of the things that the blue agile lizard does is basically make sure that if you are really achieving in those character qualities and in your tilt at a high level, that you're constantly remaining in balance and not over-tilting towards you know traits that would get out of control or under tilting and not utilizing some of those traits, but you're staying in balance, then you're at your highest or whole self. Um, And that's really where everybody achieves that ability to know I can move forward in such a positive way that it's going to only enhance your team. It's not going to detract your team. What I like about the, one of the questions that either you can ask yourself personally or as a team is, and we'd, we've done this in our team, you know, where do I need to tilt right now? It's kind of that self-awareness as a person and as a team, um, you know, do we need to throw ourselves into uh, one of these quadrants more deeply to accomplish a goal that right. we may have? Well, we were just talking about that the other day, right, where the last, you know, period of time – most of this, you know, calendar year right now, we've probably as a team spent more time in the quiet genius, you know, clarity Mm -hmm. area because we've had some things to build out. We've had some content to to create from new and, you know, different presentations and materials to put together. So we really had to spend more time in your quadrant, Mm -hmm. Kathy, right? Mm -hmm. Something that comes very naturally to you and the rest of us have had to tilt a little bit. Right, right. A lot of research, a lot of diligence, you know, a lot of making sure that we're choosing the the right goals for the team mm-hmm. and the right products to offer. And so we did spend more time in that. And I think that's great because that's the foundational aspect that we need uh, to make sure that that we are then able to potentially move forward and tilt towards impact and grow. Yeah, because impact is about growth, right? It's not about getting ready to get ready and having every last little thing done before you ever step out the door that day, right? That's the beauty, I think, of of impacts. Right? They they really are the ones that go out and change the world. We each contribute to that in a, in a different way, in a very necessary way for that to come to fruition. But the impacts are the ones that poke holes in things and they innovate and they, you know, they don't take no for an answer. They just keep going um, until they either have – 
success or they crash and burn and start over again, right? That's kind Which of their they're thing. They're not afraid to do. They're not afraid but to do. Th- some of the rest of us are. Right. And so we, we have to learn how to tilt a, yes. a little more. How to out, kind right? of move into that when, mm-hmm. you know, business or life in some way kind of calls for that. Right. And then just to be able to bring it full circle is that that it truly is the difference between personality and character is that we have the ability to learn how to be more bold and how to be more courageous, even if that doesn't come naturally to us. I think part of the great thing about Till is that sometimes it just takes a little 10% more effort, right, to say, okay, I maybe not am not bold in my natural personality, but I can become more bold to be able to get things done or to be able to get that next client or be able to work on that project to get it done. And so we have to figure out how can we just go a little bit further in something that might be uncomfortable, but if we do it enough, can become comfortable as well, even if it's not in our natural quadrant. Well, and likewise, too, I think it's about um, linking and, and leveraging in those cases, too. So if we're putting together a team and I know I'm, I'm not a, a mastermind, structure is not my natural go-to, but I know we're going to need that in this project, I would most uh, assuredly want Jennifer on my team so that by the time I get done, you know, what what comes naturally and is a strength of mine, then she can step in and add hers to that and we can, you know, move efficiently down the road together. And that's what good leaders do. They, that's they exactly. understand what, uh, what their team, what they have on their team, uh, where uh, their strengths are, where they might be hesitant and they're looking at it from the lens of the team and what's best for the team and uh, making sure that the structure is in place to support each person on the team uh, to be their best selves. Well, and, and to that point, so I have a question for you, Kathy. Why would a, I mean, there's a million assessments out there, right, that work on teams and personal, you know, kind of wiring and all that kind of stuff. Um, why would a leader really want to use this, do you think? Because you've got experience in all of mm-hmm. those assessments as well. What I really like about Tilt is um, it it matches where we go with leadership development as a whole, right? First, you have to understand yourself. And this, uh, as you take this assessment, first helps you understand yourself. But then it also, and where you go under stress and what, uh, you know, what stories you may tell yourself, but it also gives you a cue point into, oh, well, who's my ally? Which one of these uh, little uh, lizard characters is my ally? And then who's my mirror? And how does that affect me, lift me um, into be my best self? So this assessment, a lot of times there's, oh, there's this assessment for leadership and there's this assessment for teams. What I love about this is it's it's one. It's, it's all one. one. It's the self. It helps us develop self. It helps us develop others. And it helps us develop our communities. And isn't Which, that exactly what K2OH is about? It is. Yeah. It is. And that's how we approach uh, our clients with, you know, leadership development or their strategic directioning, you know, whatever it is that we do. Um, that's kind of our foundational piece with that. So um, next time, we want to dive a little bit deeper into this conversation. Jennifer's going to come back for another episode because we could probably talk for I don't know, unending episodes about this stuff. And Jen has a great in-depth knowledge about this. It's so valuable for people to hear. It it is. There's a lot more to cover here. So uh, I'm thinking we talk a little bit more about what happens when people uh, are under stress, 
you know, like each of our characters, where do they naturally default to? How does that affect those around them? Um, what happens when you don't understand those around you? What if I just come forward with my natural stuff all the time, having no idea, like the two of you, how you're wired and there's just, there's no alignment. There's no understanding of that, right? What's the outcome Mm -hmm. of that? What else should we talk about next time? Well, I think you're absolutely right. We need to be able to figure out what motivates us from our profiles, what's important to us, um, what, what are our fears and how, how do we react when we are under those types of pressures? And then also what you were talking about is when we are under stress, what does that actually look like and how does it affect those around us? So I'm excited to come back. I appreciate the time today. Thank you, Deanna, and thank you, Kathy. Yeah, and tell us a little bit. We want to hear a little bit more. What do you like to do when you're not working, when you're not coaching uh, yeah. leaders in your world? What do yeah. you like to tell do? Tell everybody. I enjoy a variety of activities. I mean, first and foremost, I enjoy spending time with my family. Uh, we are a family of sailors, um, and so we recently took up uh, that sport, and it's been an amazing growth experience for all of us. And actually, sailing is such a metaphor for leadership, communication, um, being able to think on your feet and react to stressful situations. Um, both of my kids uh, sail race, um, and my husband and I have taken classes in it. And um, it's just great to be out on the water and and enjoy a, a new activity and learn something new. I think we constantly have to figure out what what motivates us and, you know, why, how we want to show up in the world. And, and so I'm excited to do that. I also like to ski in the winter, even though it's not winter right now. Um, but I enjoy going to the mountains and, and quite frankly, just being in nature in general. It brings me a lot of a peace and joy and, and doing that with, with my family as well. Outstanding. Nice. Thanks for joining us today, Jen. It's been great to have you in the studio. Thanks for joining us today for the Pink Grapefruit Podcast. If you would like assistance with organizational culture alignment, mentorship programs, strategic directioning, process optimization, or leader development, talk to us. Absolutely. Find out more about our cutting-edge services at k2ohsolutions.com, where we're committed to elevating organizations of character. And if you like this podcast, be sure to hit the subscribe button and join us every week. Until next time.